This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. The Buck Sexton Show. Troy Slayton. He is a partner uh, at Floyd and Kelly, and he's also a head of criminal defense. I'm sorry, I'm trying to see what it says here. Head of criminal defense, uh, head of their criminal defense division. All right, great. Very good. Troy, thank you very much for calling in. I appreciate it. Floyd, Scarin, and Kelly. That was what was not showing up on my screen. Great to it's have a you, mouthful, sir. Buck. Thank you. Uh, so, all right. So talk to me a bit about the backlash that the Electoral College is getting right now. You say this is poppycock, balderdash. People need to learn more before they start saying we should throw out the Electoral College. Or you say something along those lines. What do you say? Yeah, I mean, look, our founders were terrified of a pure democracy. And that's what people that are crying out for abolishing the Electoral College are really asking for. And the word democracy is not mentioned anywhere in our Constitution. And so, why? Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so you know, our, our founders knew from their careful study of history that democracies just don't work. They implode. It's, uh, Dennis Prager likes to say that it's, it's the equivalent of two wolves and a sheep voting on what's for dinner. And, and it allows for um, essentially this mob rule. And by having an electoral college, it forces candidates to go to everywhere in the United States and not just the most populous urban areas. Now, there's this argument that's been making the rounds, popularized, I believe, on the website Vox.com, that the Electoral College just exists as uh, essentially a, a vestige of a deal made to help slave-holding states. So this is all really a legacy of slavery. That's what the Electoral College is. What do you say about that? Well, that's not entirely true. Of course, it, it, the Constitution was a grand compromise. And yes, uh, it, would, it would not be truthful, it would not be honest, intellectually honest for me to say that that wasn't a consideration. The, the southern states were concerned that uh, if they were to join this union, then there would only be a president from Virginia. And by, by essentially, the, the, the slaves weren't allowed to vote. And we, we all know about that three-fifths number that's in the Constitution. So by... Uh, allowing for the Electoral College, the slaves were, were counted uh, as three-fifths 
for the purposes of representatives in the House of Representatives and for the number of electors, because the number of electors that each state is given is based on the number of representatives they have plus their number of senators. So you get a minimum of three, and it goes up from there. So now when people look at this and they say the popular vote is what should matter, the popular vote is the will of the people. Troy, what's the to those listening, what's the best counter argument that you have to that line that a lot of media outlets and many prominent Democrats are pushing right now? Well, you know, look, if winning were only about getting you know the most possible votes, um, then the candidate would just go to the big cities. But, you know, this this forces for example, in this particular election, we were talking about certain states being the the, the swing states, being the state that 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 had to be uh, won, and it turned out that uh, the electoral college map was a lot different and it was a lot broader, and this forces candidates to go everywhere and to search not only for the most number of votes but for the most states. So we have essentially we do have a democracy in each state. We have 51 separate democracies where we vote for the slate of electors. What do you think about this effort that's underway right now? Uh, there's a story on the blaze.com where they deal with this. It's, it's making the rounds on the Internet that there are some who are trying to convince the electors to just bail on Trump and make somebody else the president. What do you first of all, theoretically possible? And also, what do you think? What do you think would happen if they did do that? I mean, I guess hypothetically it is possible, but it's not going to happen. The electors in each state. So a lot of people don't understand when we vote for president on that Tuesday in November, we're not actually voting for president. We're voting for that state's slate of electors. So if the Democratic Party wins that state, then in 48 of the states, then all of the votes go for that slate of electors, and then the Democratic Party in that state selects the electors. Same thing if a Republican wins. There's two states that give proportional um, allocation of their electors, but that's really that, – that, that's an outlier. So um, I think that in, in each particular state – um, the electors are party faithful. They're, they're, it's an honorary position given to people that are high ups in the party, and I just don't see that ha- don't see that happen. It's happened a few times throughout history. I think Ronald Reagan got one electoral vote in uh, 1976, but it, it just does not happen very often, and it's never been enough to sway an election. I guess it's it's theoretically possible if some sort of major thing were to happen, if the president were to uh, a president elect were to die uh, between the date of the, uh, of the vote in November and the date in December when the electoral colleges meet in each of their respective states. They don't meet as one body altogether. There's not some room where 538 people get together. It, it happens in each state, and then they send their vote off to, to Congress. Um, so I just don't see that happening. I also want to ask you about you're a criminal defense attorney. Hillary Clinton may receive a pardon from Barack Obama. What do you think about that? The president has the the power to pardon and president, uh, future President Trump could also pardon her. Um, It's really up to up to them. You don't even have to be accused of a crime in order to. Uh, be pardoned. And it's not up to the person to accept it or not. It's not like Hillary Clinton or 
Bill Clinton, for that matter, who's apparently also being investigated with regard to the Clinton Foundation, um, they, it's not up to them to accept it. And I think it could work uh, politically in a few ways. Um, if President Obama did it, it would it would really go far for um, uh, throwing red meat to to his base. I think that a lot in the Democratic Party would would like it. On the other hand, it kind of brands her a criminal because why would you need a pardon unless you had done something criminal? A pardon is really a a, a check on the executive power. It's a limit on on the executive power. Um, it, what, what's also interesting is it's only criminal. It doesn't bind uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office from going after them on civil fraud or IRS or civil RICO actions. So it keeps them out of prison, but it doesn't necessarily mean that Hillary – and it would be interesting to let, – let's just assume that she was pardoned. Uh, that would seem to raise a lot of flags for, for folks suggesting that there was some – there has to be some impropriety if you need a pardon. Yeah, exactly. And let's say Barack Obama doesn't pardon her and uh, future president Donald Trump pardons her. Uh, that, that would be really interesting as well because it, he could say, well, I'm doing this to move the country forward, just like Ford pardoned Nixon. Um, I'm, I'm doing this to move on so we're not embroiled in, in hearings and uh, a lengthy criminal proceedings and things like that. So uh, as, as a way to bring people together in the interest of comity, uh, this is what I, I'm going to do. And it may upset some of the Republican base that were chanting lock her up, but it would be kind of a brilliant move if Obama didn't do it for Trump to do it because um, you're not sure whether the, the investigation would go anywhere anyway, but if you pardon her, that kind of brands her a criminal forever. That would be the, the end of her political career. Oh, I see. Yeah, that, that's a, very – no one thought – yeah, so, so you get the, the benefit. If you're Trump and you – if Obama does it, I think that the downside for Clinton is quite obvious, although the upside is she doesn't go to prison. But if Trump does it – then and she can't say sorry. I don't want it. It's not like a Nobel Peace Prize that she could just sort of leave right. on the table and say I don't want it. If if Trump does it, he gets credit for unifying the country, and he's forever branded Hillary Clinton a criminal without her actually ever having a trial or being or being prosecuted. It would be a kind of a brilliant political move. That's very interesting. I hadn't thought about that. That's very Machiavellian. I, I dig it. I feel like Trump, if, if he gets a hold of this, might run with it. That that seems like it would work to me. Very little. And there's what could Hillary do other than say, I didn't want this pardon. OK, well, you yeah, still got pardoned could, by the president. Exactly. She could go out and say, you know, I didn't want this. I don't need it. I'd like the Justice Department to fully investigate me. But she could say that all she wants. They can't. Once she once she's pardoned, that puts a stop on any federal prosecution. All right. Fascinating stuff. Troy Slayton is a criminal defense attorney at Floyd, Scarrett and Kelly. He has been named one of the top 100 trial lawyers in the U.S. And he is also often on Fox, Fox Business, CNN, HLN. Follow him on Twitter at Troy Slayton. Troy, great to have you. Thank you very much for making the time today. Thanks so much, Buck. The Buck Sexton Show. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. 
Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.